Hello. Hey, pick up. I'm sick, man. You're sick. You're gonna have to. I, I'm down with the sickness. Oh no. Fuck. Just like Disturb said. <laughs> Disturb said, "Fuck, fuck." All the people in the left wing. Fuck. So what do you got? Just a cold? I don't know. I've had it for about a week. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's not COVID, but... Yeah, just a respiratory thing. Yeah, it started off weird like an allergy. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of morphed its way into a cold. And now it's in my chest. I can hear it. You sound like a diseased... I sound like Wolfman Jack. <laughs> you sound a little bit like Wolfman Jack. Wolfman gotta, Jack. Coming up at number... Did you do a countdown? Yeah. Coming up at number nine. Is Elvis. Michael Jackson. He's shaking his pelvis. Beat. He was under, yeah, he was like... No, was, he was more He was more of a 50s rocker than a... I think he's 50s. He was around the 70s, right? No, 60s, I 70s? think he was 50s and 60s. That's when he was in his prime. Like, I think Michael Jackson might have been on his thing, but as the Jackson, the Jackson 5. five. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jackson 5 with... One, two, I don't three. know. I always think of him talking about rock and roll more than pop. I never listened to The Wolfman. I don't think we got him in Canada. Wow. Uh. Possibly. Maybe we didn't get that channel. What channel was that on? We didn't get that channel. I didn't get Wolfman Jack. He was before my time. You act like I was around in the 50s <laughs> fucking shit. What the fuck? I don't think he was in the 50s. I think he was 60s. Oh, bullshit, man. Let, let's see. What, when was... I remember seeing... I remember... The only he was thing, an American the, graffiti. The only reason I know him is because once in a while he would appear on like Battle of the Network Stars type shows. Jack... <laughs> Special appearances here and there. Can't look it up. That's cheating. 1960 to 1995. Thank you. Thank you. I was right. You're so wrong. Goldman Jack was a little baby in the 50s. Well, I I don't know. Wolfman diapers on. Sixties is like fifties to me. They blend no, together. Those are completely different generations. The music's <coughs> different. The attitudes are different. The cars are different. It was a different time, man. Those are different times. Sixties was pre-hippie era in the seventies. Yeah, it was before the, the hippies took over. Yeah. Before all the psychedelic drugs and hippies came. Purple Haze. That might have been 70s. I don't know. I, I only know <laughs> Wolfman Jack from the movies. I don't know him from anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I remember he he had appearances and different things. As himself, usually. Yeah. Because if you're that distinctive a personality, you can't be anything but yourself. Mm-hmm. No one would buy it. 
Like if you were on a show, they'd say, that's Mike Myers. He can't, he can't pretend he's someone else. I'm pretending I'm Wolfman Jack. <laughs> I don't know any Wolfman Jack's catch lines, so. I don't either. Or I, or I do it. <laughs> I remember him being in American Graffiti. I don't and remember that, him in that. That was like 50s before that. That was a movie about the 50s, though. It wasn't a movie from the 50s. I thought it was in the 50s. I thought it was. It took place in the 50s. Yeah, but it wasn't filmed. Maybe in the it 50s, was 60s. So. Well, oh, goddamn. Let's go to Google again. What? <laughs> it was a movie about the. It was a movie about the 50s. American. I think it was like graffiti. made in the 70s. Well, I know it was that. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was prior to uh, Star Wars. It was George Lucas. Yeah. So like 75 or something? What year did America... I don't want to know what it came out take place. I know it's in the... Oh, yeah, it's 50s. 1962. It's 60s. So so it does fall into Wolfman Jack's fame. But... the early the early 60s looked a lot like the 50s is all what i'm saying they still had greasers they still folded up their pants they yeah yeah i mean the for sure the fashion the fashion was in the early 60s was very similar to the 50s yeah i think each decade had its own feel but it's not like at the end of the 50s all of a sudden it switched over it's like there's a transition period oh it's the late 60s it started to turn into like flowers and shit yeah that's when the 70s started the hippie 70s started coming in and then the late 70s we started going (coughs) towards the 80s attitude yeah and disowning that's when the punk rockers started but I only like lived 70s. through the 70s and the, through the 80s. In the 60s, I don't even remember. I was just a baby. I was not. I was not even born. I was born 69. You're barely, born. You're barely born. Yeah, but I'm still in that age group. <laughs> I'm in the age group that was in a little older than your age group. The one that was more disciplined than your age group. <laughs> the one that had a better work ethic and showed young, up on time and young, all that stuff. Tough, yeah. And then you started around. slacking, you know, just one year later is all it took. And you fucking started slacking. We're, we're both generation X though. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. Generation X wants to retire. Generation X is hoping that the Generation Z is better than the previous generation. Yeah. (laughs) There's a weird generation. I don't know. It's just there's a generation that doesn't want to work. Is hard, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't say they don't want to work. Like there, there, there's there's a guy money. at Barb's work that, well, maybe they just don't care about money though. You know, like I, I don't know. They seem less motivated to. They're lit. Like there's one guy that hired like to work full time and get shit done, and they have to switch his 
hours to hourly because he was working like 25 hours a week. I'm like, what the fuck? That's what he was like physically checking in or whatever? or Yeah, because they have to clock in and clock out. Okay. And they said, 20, we're just going to make you. Hours. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the attitude shift was. Is it just that they know they can go get a job somewhere else? So what do they care? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not it's not global, though. Like there's some young kids that I work with that are fucking hard ass workers. So, I, you know, it's not. Yeah, I, it's not it's not a generalization. It just that there's some people that. Well, it's a generalization. It is, I guess. It's <laughs> but, stereotype. Yeah, it, for any any generalization, there's going to be <coughs> out, outliers who are on both sides. Uh, people who are... I'm a slacker. I didn't go to work on Friday because I was sick. You're sick. I don't even feel like going to work tomorrow. That's how sick I am. You don't want to spread gonna, the disease. I'm going to be down with the sickness, man. You sound terrible. If I could podcast, I could fucking go to work. <laughs> you could sit in front of a computer and type. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too sick I, to work. I think I'm past the contagious phase. Like, I, I think I'm just, I'm at the phase now where it's in my chest and I just got to work it out. It's just, yeah, your your body's working to eliminate the rest of it. Yeah, and my body doesn't... I was supposed to get a flu shot on Friday, but I called it off. Yeah, you can't do that when you're sick. Yeah, well, they said, are you, are you sick? And I'm like, no, I wasn't sick at the time, but then I... You got sick. So Barb got her flu shot. I didn't. I still got to get it. I, I don't hey. know if it's the flu. I, I had I had a mild case of body aches and chills, but it was very... Very could little. Be. Could be. This one started off with a cough, which was very unusual. Usually the cough to me is like the last. Yeah, that's usually <coughs> when the, last the phase. Uh, yeah, fluids are flowing. Maybe to, it's the RSV or whatever out. that shit is called. That could be. Do we get vaccinated against that? Not yet. We asked about it. They said over 60 only. Ah. We're so young, goddammit. We're too young. Yeah. Did you get the did you get the booster? Not yet. I'm going to get the flu first, and the booster hasn't really rolled out where we're at. It, oh, okay. Yeah, I think they started rolling it out. I mean, it's not in mass quantities because it's not available anywhere. I think it's available some places. Not here. Yeah. Well, yeah, it takes a while to get to that part of the country. Are you? <laughs> I, I haven't gotten any, anything yet. Yeah. I'm planning on it, though. <coughs> I haven't gotten around to it. I might have already got the flu. I, I did test for COVID, though. I didn't have that. That's good. I hear in Europe they have, like, a a test that does all of it. A test for RSV and flu, flu and COVID all in one shot. That would be fantastic. It would be. I Why like. Oh, we that. have that. 
I'm going to go to the European Amazon and order some some tests. tests. <laughs> the the key here is though you have to swab your butt. You have to swab your butthole. Yeah, what's the downside? What's the downside? <laughs> I actually would prefer that, I think. <laughs> Cuz then shove it up way up my nostril where yeah, it tickles. Yeah, the problem is you and... get your butt and then you have to do your nostrils. Yeah, you have to and you have to do it in that order. <laughs> <laughs> and then your cheek cheek swab. And then your cheek, yeah, it's like butt, nose, <laughs> mouth, and then you could, and then you could test, and that's how you get all three of them. See, you could test for all three. I think that's uh, ironically, I think that's the most popular uh, category on uh, Pornhub. Oh yeah. Butt nose. Do you, do you do you search that all the time? Is that like your top yeah, search? Yeah, I, I, it's possible I made it the number one search, but <laughs> Is, but but nose mouth. <laughs> Is that B B N M B N M? Is that what the I, I as a, you use the acronym for that? Yeah, I gotta search for B N M. It's in my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> But nose mouth. <laughs> you hear it here on Geek Brunch. <laughs> you can start searching on it now. Oh boy. So, I'm sorry so, to hear that you're so ill. Yeah, I am too. I hate getting sick, man. I fucking hate it. I haven't gotten sick yet. Knock on the wood. I had a good, like, two-year during COVID. I did all right. And then yes, because all the nasty motherfuckers were washing their hands. Sort of opened up, and I've had two colds so far. It's because people are lax now. They don't wash their hands. Don't sanitize. Yeah. Don't hey, wear masks. COVID's gone. I can just be free. There was a convention today. It was an interesting yeah. one. It was a comic swap. I, I would go if I wasn't sick. But it was downtown, too. And God, I fucking hate downtown. I didn't um, know you hated downtown. I fucking hate downtown Any anywhere I go. Any downtowns? That's because you, you have to find parking. There's no parking. It's fucking... Yeah. I hate, that is, it's uh... all metered, or you have to find a parking garage and driving a fucking garage i fucking hate it so what's a comic swap i've never been to a comic swap i don't even remember any around here well i know aaron goes to one in portland and the comic swap is it, you bring... well you could buy comics just like you normally would like there's a lot of vendors and stuff but you could also bring your shit and trade it like you can say i'll give you this do you have a that. table, or you, just, you can just walk around with some comics and you say, hey, you can just walk around with some comics to the vendors, and they're willing to trade. That's why it's called a swap. <sighs> have fun. All right. She's getting out of that sick house. Yeah, she's she's, like, you can't she's not me. sick. Matter of fact, she just gave me a fist bump. She said, I'm not kissing you, motherfucker. You're smart. You got this disease. Because she works in germs. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember any comic swaps around here. I wouldn't go to swap. I really don't have any. Yeah, I'd rather swap. I'd rather go to a convention. <coughs> Although I do have some dupes, but I don't think my dupes are worth anything. So. Yeah, nobody wants that shit. Sure, they only want to trade for the good stuff. What are you doing? I used some ice this morning. I probably fucked it up. Well, I know it's probably because we haven't used it in forever. Yeah, this ice is kind of nasty. Okay. Stick your hand in there and push it. Push sure, it. I have, real I, have good. I have three dupes right here. Three dupes of the same thing? No, different kind. I have Modern Fantasy number one from Dark Horse. Would you like to trade that for your amazing Modern story? Fantasy number one? Yeah. What is that? And that's a Dark Horse book from Rafer Roberts. Why do you have three of them? I got two of them. Uh, I don't. I don't have that. I didn't buy that. Oh, I could swap it with you. I have a dupe of Beast No More Metamorphosis Mego Comics. A one shot. Oh, that's a good for trade. That I have. People love this stuff. I should just read that. And then I have a dupe of American Mythology Hall Halloween Comic Fest. Number zero. This was their Halloween preview comic. Yeah, I don't even know what that has. It has Land of Pelicadar, Moon Maid, and Carson of Venus. You probably have all those number ones, so you don't even need this preview. Carson of Venus, and what's the other one? This is not for you. Oh, that's a preview. I have fucking... It's a preview. Previews. No new information. I got some comics. Yeah, just excerpts. Where'd you get comics from? The, that fucking Twitter. Oh, Twitter auction. guy. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you get for Twitter I, guy? I got three like nurses cool from Charlton. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Was that like that nurse? Remember where we were at Heroes? I don't know if we talked about this. Number 19. Remember at Heroes we saw that box? It was a box of just nurse comics. Yeah. I wonder if that was in there. Probably. And then I got Charlton Premier number three. Mm -hmm. Presents Sinestro Boy Fiend. And then I got The Simpsons Comics number one. The Simpsons Comics and Stories number one. Cheryl Blossom Goes huh? to Hollywood number one. Cheryl Blossom number one, volume one. I got Giant Size Spider-Man and the Man-Thing, number five. Giant Size Dracula, number four. Some star comic from Marvel called Popples. These are actually expensive. Oh, yeah, Popples. I don't even know what the fuck these things are. It's a TV show or something? 
Yeah, it was probably a TV show made after a toy or something. Yeah, I was surprised these things. But yeah, um, some of those uh, some of those old stuff are like those obscure things are are worth money. Yeah, I don't have number one or number three, but I got two and four. I know I don't have any popples. <laughs> I got Love Story number thirty-six. Was that or who published it? Our Love Story thirty-six. That's Marvel. Okay. Two Gun Kid number eighty-two. Gunslinger number two. Uh, Kathy, this is an old one from Atlas Comics, Atlas slash Marvel. Um, number three. Kathy number three. <coughs> it looks like an Archie type comic. Yeah. Let's go, kids. It's a great day for skiing. I can't. I haven't the heart to get my new ski suit covered with snow. That's my Kathy. Oh, that looks... Yeah, send that one to me. No. Sergeant Fury and his Alley Commandos, number 12. Uh, Submariner... No, this is Tales to Astonish, number 78. Ringo Kid, number 8. Millie the Model, number 145, from Marvel Comics. Mm -hmm. And then Tower of Shadows, 2 through 9. That's a Marvel comic. Sounds good. Uh, Action Comics, 346. The Adventures of Jerry Lewis, Mm -hmm. number 58. A Flash I Needed, number 190. Johnny Thunder, number one. It's a DC comic. Mystery in Space, number 75. This must be a big deal because they reprinted this one. It's already got a facsimile. Um, Superman, number 137. Super DC Giant, featuring the adventures of Jerry Lewis. Number forty-nine, number no summer number nineteen. I can't see anymore. What was it called? Super DC Giant. Super DC Giant. It was. It's like a a reprint comic that okay. features like something different thing. every. This one was a Jerry Lewis issue. Yeah. Young Romances number one sixty-one. Ooh, my local deathmate was in that pile. That's so good. That deathmate, local man gold. Holy shit, it got boof in there. And yeah, I need to. It was fucking awesome. I should have. I, I should have just got the singles on that dumb thing. And it and the, they actually lost money on it because they made it like deathmate, and it costs a lot of money to. Oh, to print it. To print both sides. If both sides are foil, Um, it's like real expensive because they have to use some kind of bond on it so it doesn't fall apart. So he said they just broke even on that cover. He said they they would have just went, but then they would have felt like they cheated the fans. So they just they'd only done one side. Yeah. Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos, number one through four. That's I have some Chuck Marvel Norris. Star comic. 
Millie the model 133. Millie the model 144. Oh, you get a bunch of those. 147. 150. And a comic called Modeling with Millie, number 50. God, this is a lot of comics. There is a bunch of comics. I'm running out of room. The Atom, number 9, number 10, number 13, number 20, and 27. Aquaman, number 12, 17, and 21. Amazing Spider-Man 175. This this features a a guy called the uh, the Hitman, and the Punisher's on the cover. Oh. Then I got Giant Size Spider-Man and the Punisher. Our Fighting Forces number. This one I got from the comic shop, not from the auction. Our Fighting Forces, number 80, number 85. I got a Pebbles and Bam Bam, number 32. It's a Charlton. It's, God, it's a beautiful. This is like a perfect comic. It's just such good shape. The Phantom, number 9. This is a gold key. I got a Phantom 34. That's a Charlton. A Phantom, number 70. That's a Charlton. Love and Marriage, Secrets of Love and Marriage, Volume 2, Number 2 from Charlton. That's the 10th center. <laughs> Teenage Love, uh, mm-hmm. Number Teenage love, sure. 16. That's a Charlton. And then Teenage Love, Number 32. And Time for Love, Number 25. That's a Charlton. So a lot of char I've been adding a lot of fucking Charltons to my collection lately as I've run across them. Yeah. I don't <coughs> see those. But if I did, I would grab them. Yeah, these look cool. That local man was so good and it had boof. I read some boof. <laughs> I saw you were reading boof. I fucking like boof, man. I've not. I've never read a booth. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, Todd, Todd McFarlane created it, but he let Bo Smith and um, Mc, what's his name? Let me let me look up this, his name. I, I just have number one, so I, I could read booth number one. Oh, and that's the best issue too. They they came out swinging in booth. <laughs> I remember um, that. Like I remember booth from like back when I was a kid. I remember its existence. But 1994, I, I you were a kid. I was a yeah, I was a kid. I was in my twenties. <laughs> I consider that a kid because I'm, I'm old. <laughs> was it 94? I thought it was earlier than 94. No, I guess it was. It's fucking, what 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 world are you in, dude? Are you like when I was a kid? When, when I was 20? a kid, when Image came out, I was a kid. Jesus Christ, are you de-aging yourself or what? <laughs> You were a fucking grown ass man. You were I don't in college. Think so. I was early twenties. That's barely a grown ass man. You were in college. I was graduated from college. 
Well, you did you graduate in your 20s? That's pretty good. I did. I mean, when you were 20 years old? I think I was 20... No. 22. Is that right? 94. No. So you were even a grown-ass man. You were yeah, fucking I was... graduate. I, I so think you're, I was. You're like, I was working. Oh, at... I I remember Boof when I was a child. A little, I had just Look. come. My mom went to the grocery store. <laughs> I was holding her hand, and she got me a copy of Boof. I was. What still, the fuck I... are you talking about? I thought it was. Uh... Look, I consider. So when did Image come out? Like early '90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was a kid. I consider myself a kid still in the early '90s. <laughs> What are you now, an adult, or are you still a kid? I'm right, right on that border. On the border? You're just turning into an adult? <laughs> I'm uh, fighting it off as best I can, but ah, my body is... Fighting you. Yes, my mind is sharp, but my body is... I don't think so. <laughs> Your mind... When I was a child, I used to go wake up for cartoons, and the cartoon... I used to watch, there was only three stations, and I watched Boof <laughs> on Saturday mornings, right before the Super Friends. And Boof was, <laughs> I remember the image, <coughs> yeah, the image comics hour. That was great. Yeah, I used to get up early just for that. So, so um, Local Man days. Gold is kind of like Deathmate, right? You know, Deathmate. They, they took yeah, they like, had all the different colors. Well, they took like a villain from the Valiant Universe and a villain from the Image, and then the heroes have to team up, right? Mm-hmm. So what they did here is they took characters in the public domain. Mm-hmm. So you got like Black Terror yes. and the Flame and Phantoma, and uh, they put them in a scenario of them being like the bad guys, and then... Local man, or what is his name, Cracker Jack, and his, a younger self form a team of characters to go find the woman that's from Love Everlasting because her teleporting ability through time is causing an issue, and they have to go find her. So they get Striker from Cyberforce, they get one of the girls from Dynamo 5, Jay Faber, uh, Boof, um, some other odd characters, uh, Battle Pope. There, there's a splash page that has a lot of different characters in it. And um, they go on a mission to, uh, to, to try to stop the Golden Age public domain characters. That's cool. From killing the uh, female that's in Love Everlasting. Oh, um, what's her name's a big part? Jim Ruggs. Uh, oh, Street Angel. Street Angel, yeah. She's in there. Yeah, I wish... Uh, I don't remember... I don't even remember this being solicited. Well, you should have just said, Local man, Mike likes it. I should get that shit. <laughs> that's fucking awesome, man. 
I should have. It's like it's like big. It's like something that is on the tip of boys and Watchmen and you know books like that. Like it's just it's just really good. Let me. I'm gonna. And emotionally too, it's there's like, and then the Cracker Jack, the guy that plays Jack, he fucking hated his old self, like. He hates his 90s self. Like, he, he just can't... He despises him. He even tells his um, younger self, you know, you know, you never paid attention to your mother on Mother's Day or anything. And when they got the time thing back and... Back all together, um, he calls his mom and said, I'm, I'm sorry, I just got back and I'm going to miss Mother's Day. And he goes, I'm sorry, I keep missing it. And she goes, what do you mean missing it? She goes, you've always celebrated Mother's Day, and I got the flowers, and that was like his younger self fixing it. Like it was, it was pretty fucking awesome. So yeah, I, God, this comic is so good. Maybe I'll have to get on the board. Yeah, I just, it's one of my best. I, I mean, how could you not like a a comic book that like pays tribute to everything in the 90s yeah i mean i like and and then makes it contemporary with you know tim seeley's doing the 90 part and then um what's his name is doing i can't even think of his name fleeks fleeks tony fleeks is doing the your your hairdresser i believe no his sister is my wife's hairdresser (laughs) but he's He's really like so so Tim Seeley's like just over the top 90s bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's real flash in the pan and he's having fun artistically. But then Tony's drawing his own stuff and he's putting like emotional stuff in it and he's making this story like big, like really mm-hmm. big. And and the meat of the story is mostly the the fleeks drawn stuff i think they're both writing it so i think they both write both stories and then tim draws the 90s and then he draws the other stuff but i fucking love that comic it's so good even rob told me have you seen it boof is in it he's like (laughs) see boof boof is drawn like I, i i started to google this artist, I think I have almost all his work. He didn't. He doesn't have a lot of work. The the booth, the original booth guy. Yeah, John Clear Cleary, and um, he's got like a McFarlane style to him, especially in issue one, and in the follow-on issues, he's starting to develop his own style. The art in the booth and the Bruce crew is not as good to me. Like I I like Cleary's art. Like I remember Cleary doing some some cool comics, and I think I I own most of them. But I think he did a Tarzan for Malibu, and that's what I remember him from. I just can't. There's so many Tarzan comics, I can't like find which one it was. But yeah, <coughs> he's really good. <clears throat>
I need more Tarzan comics in my life. What? No, I didn't. No, I'm getting him confused with Tom Yeats. Okay. Tom Tom Yates is yeah, the Tarzan, right? Yeah, Tarzan, for sure. Mm. John Cleary. Looks like he's done... Oh, this could just be matching some weird stuff, though. Oh, what's this? he done some Spawn. Yeah, I was just clicking on that to see which Spawns he did. My computer's not working. I'm clicking on the link, and it's not doing anything. Oh, there it goes. Slow. It's the virus. He did. Oh, pinups, 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 pinups. He just did pinups and spawn. Boof is an alien that came down, and the little boy. He hangs out with the little boy that found him, and he just gets into a bunch of hijinks like. The little boy's dog is always fucking with him. Like, I, I forget what he tells him. He's like, there's these choc yard chocolates. He said, you, you'll, find, you'll find these yard chocolates to be very delicious. And he, he's like, sh he's like shitting all over the place. And he's like, these yard chocolates, they're very, very delicacy here on Earth. And he starts eating it. <laughs> Shit. He's eating the dog shit. And the dog is just laughing his ass off. And he's got like these um, sayings that he just says, like crazy shit. And it, 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 it's like t a surfing caveman, you know, the way he talks. Mm -hmm. it, it's just like <clears throat> that's so so early '90s. I remember that was very popular. It's like Encino a, Man kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, when I was you know? when I was a kid, that stuff was very popular. Yeah, when you're a child. <laughs> Off the spinner was... rack, you I, you picked off Boof off the spinner rack, huh? I picked Boof off the... No, I got Boof later. <laughs> I was too cool for Boof. I saw that Boof, please. Yeah, you were like fucking... You were wearing your chain punk rock belt. That's right. Where's your the black, black leather said, pants. Black your fucking comics? black leather pants and your Luke Cage shirt where you just showed your chest. little bandana around your head and uh you were uh, boof was just not cool enough for you at the time it wasn't it you're like it, oh it i would just get some vertigo because uh a vertigo and faust guy just, right if it's now. not the titties or the adult stuff or I don't want anything to do with no what is this boof shit caveman he's got this fucking thing up his ass and He's talking about little chocolate turds. Wait, what does he have up his ass? <laughs> he's got, <laughs> well, he's got this fucking umbilical hernia. <laughs> uh, Boof has got a belly like me. Like I could cosplay as Boof, I think. <laughs> if I could get, if I could fucking get into that, if I could get into that fucking position, and and be able to get back up again, like I could, get I could be. I just put some fangs on and take my shirt off and. <laughs> Put some Tarzan shorts on, and my belly would just hang out like that fucking thing. Like, What's that guy doing? He's boof. He's got a Audi belly button though, so I'd have to be pre-surgery. You could uh, 
you just you can. I can go lift some comic boxes in the basement again and pop that fucker <laughs> right back out. Just get some flesh colored play doh and <laughs> stick it in there. And then I can throw it at people and say, "Billy Lint, ah ha!" I'm looking up a comic. I feel like I have this comic. I do. I was looking through the John Cleary comics and I came upon one called Faith. And I said, I think I have that Faith. And I do. Faith? Man, I, I've been getting John Cleary comics since back you were in the a child. Day. <laughs> what? It's just called Faith? Faith, yeah. Vertigo? From Lightning Comics. Oh, Lightning Comics. Oh, from Lightning Comics. He did a lot of stuff for Lightning Comics. Oh, shit. I need to have this. There's only one issue of this. Yeah, a lot of stuff for Lightning Comics that were one issue. <laughs> <coughs> Interesting, distracting. So you reminded me. What cover did he do? He had to do one of these covers. Number Cover 1A looks weird. <clears throat> it looks like a guy proposing to a girl. That's not his cover art. I guess Cleary did cover B. He did C. I don't know who did D. Yeah, I need to get these, man. I got to add that to my my comic shop here. Faith. You gotta have faith. Plus that'll help me get closer to have my full run of lightning comics. (laughs) (laughs) You laugh. (laughs) Wow, the Cleary ones. That's a good idea. Eight bucks. Oh, for his cover? I'll get this other one. Well, some of these are expensive covers, the limited ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, is that his cover? This. Uh, one AL is. Oh yeah, that's that's a uh, looks like. Limited to six hundred copies. It's definitely an image. That's like a darkness cover or something. But I'm gonna go with one B because he did that one too. So. That's a want list. I, I'm trying to chill out in the back issues for a while. I've been I've been having so many fucking. I've been filling up these short boxes <laughs> like nobody's business. Back issues like nobody's business. Yeah, I would, I could say the same, but I'm gonna go to a convention next weekend, so it all it all goes out the window next weekend. Yeah, but then after that, once winter comes, there won't be so many conventions, so. I'm good yeah. And I was going to place a, my comic shop order, but I wanted to get through the conventions first. I wonder what plus, they're doing on Boof. Plus, I, I don't look to forward to that. paying the my comic shop shipping price. That's That got ridiculous. For a while there, it wasn't that bad. It's, it's really high right now. It's awful. I, I spent sixty dollars on shipping, <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't go any cheaper. 
like the, there were other options to usually go yeah. cheaper and I, I couldn't go any cheaper that seems <laughs> insane because I, I swear you could call up UPS and they would probably ship it for or like any shipping company but I guess it's shipping and handling so it's a lot I need booth number three and four and five. But I've read booth one, two, and six. I haven't read the booth in the Bruce crew yet. Surprised I don't have any of those, but I guess I don't. I'll have to keep my eyes open for the booths. I think I see them every once in a while. I've never seen them in the wild, never. Oh, really? But you don't you don't look through the garbage as much as I do. Well, I I get impatient. You see, like if it was an organized box, I I would I have more patience. But even alphabetical, yeah. you have patience just to look at boxes of unorganized shit. Garbage. Yeah. yeah, I do. I enjoy it. It's a hunt. It's like hunting. It's like I put on my my. I put on my protective gear, and I get my weapon, which is my phone with my comic list on it. Slap on uh, your condom. Put on my mask, yeah. although I haven't been masking. Open up that condom, put it on. Well, that, it's, it's already on. I put that on <laughs> in the car before I come in. I'm not a heathen. <laughs> You're not, you're not, you're not a true Hesher. You're not a Hesher in burnout for sure. That's some kind of burnout Hesher. Yeah. My private's out before going through a comic box. How do you, how do you like hang out with Martin then, like in the Hesher and burnout area? Like, do you just lean against the wall or and try to inhale some smoke to, to or, look or cool? Look cool or. It, it was, I felt the eyes, the judgmental eyes staring at me when I walked out there. And they're like, this guy is not a Hesher or a Burnout. <laughs> did they at least offer you, uh, did, did Martin say you want a, what you want did, a what's the term, a, a toke? Is that what he, <laughs> you want to toke some of this? He didn't say, he didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that, he didn't say, hey little boy, you want to toke, you want to... Us in the Nerdy Legion, man. And then you got me me and Nick checking out Banana Lady. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, fuck. That was fantastic. You guys were really... Man, the, you got the, the, cur, the curves. Look at that perfect ass. Check out Banana Lady. <laughs> She's so fine. <laughs> Little did you know, Banana Lady had a full beard. <laughs> Banana Lady was a man. <laughs> oh my god. It's all good. It's all good. Yep. There's nothing wrong with it. I just uh, tend to swing on the other side of the teams. It was just, yeah, it was just, it was unexpected. Yeah. If you planned it out, then it, there's nothing wrong with it, but you, you hate to be surprised. Well, I told Barb, if I was a woman, I would be a lesbian. There's That's no way I, I would want to be with a man. 
I just don't see it. Like I, but a woman's body is fucking amazing. Like it's just, <laughs> it's like a sexual paradise. That's because you have a, ma- a cis male brain. Yeah, I'm just it, fascinated. If, if you put your cis male brain in a woman's body, you'd still be a male. Yes. But I agree. But I am also. It's all blame it all on Faust. Cis man. Blame it on Faust. Uh, Faust and Ramba. No, I think the hormones started rocking it around the fourth and fifth grade for me. For me, I remember being. Because really... I already had a crush on somebody in fourth. Fourth, fourth grade. I don't remember when was my, I don't remember my first school girl crush, but I remember I remember when was uh that might have been later. I remember I was very into Heather Locklear when the Fall Guy was on. Well, I was. I think that was a little later. That was later. That might have been like sixth grade. Well, I was into Farrah Fawcett. I think she was my first. For celebrity crush, celebrity crush, but I remember the girls in elementary school, Sandra and Janine. Those are the two girls I liked. Who was the first? Well, first girl, yeah. I don't remember who the hell was it. I'm trying to think back, but I think Miss Crabtree from the Little Rascals, man, she was. Yeah, I always wanted always... to give her. I always wanted to give her an apple. Yeah, I'd give her an apple too. Yeah, I was like, I would, damn. Throw, I, would, I would knock your apple into the trash and then put mine there in place. <laughs> she would smile. I used to think she was a babe, man. She was. Forget about it. <laughs> I remember Chubby used to like her a lot. One of the little rascal named Chubby, because Miss Crabtree was more pre- more was more prevalent during the the later scenario of the rascals, or maybe it was the earlier, because it was Chubby and the Let guy that it was the the rascal that became um, Perry White and Superman. What the fuck was his name? Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie. It was Jackie Chubby. And uh, what it wasn't the Alfalfa Spanky era; it was the other ones. But th- yeah. that Miss Crabtree was had it going down, and she had like a flapper look to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was very. She had that haircut, <laughs> and it was fucking hair, amazing. Hair yeah, she. Oh man, she was hot. The sweet voice. Yes. Doing dirty, nasty stuff. Wait, <laughs> that, I head. don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> but I'd like to get that video. <laughs> Should look her up. Miss Crabtree. See what else she did. She could have been my first, like, cause I, my parents used to show me Little Rascals in reruns and stuff. Yeah. I don't but remember I, the, Charlie's Angels 
was the thing. And then I remember Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's all I could think about. For sure. She was she was the bomb, man. I just she's still up there. Like I think she's a fucking amazing. She's beautiful. And then I would watch that stupid show. I don't remember if this was high school or junior high. It was around the time of John Waite. Like when was John Waite popular with Missing You? I ain't missing you at all. I'm going to guess mid to late, mid 80s. So mid 80s they had a show called Paper Dolls and it was about a bunch of female models and John Waite was in it. And man, those chicks were I don't know hot. If I ever saw that. I do remember. I would watch Paper Dolls all the time. I don't think it lasted very long. Let's see. Paper Dolls. Paper 84. Dolls. 84. Oh, we were right on with the year. TV show. John Waite oh. was in it. Morgan maybe, Fairchild was in it. Maybe Rogers. Wow, there's some crazy babes yeah, in this. Pictures here. Hey, that's uh, Terry <coughs> Farrell. Images. Oh yeah, Morgan Fairchild was in it. I don't see any pictures. All I see is the three, th- the main three. Characters. With the old fucker, yeah. It wasn't a popular show. I, if it lasted, well, like, what does it say it lasted? Uh, one one season. season. It had Dak Rambo in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I gotta, I'm going to go down to uh, Dak Rambo for <laughs> See what else he was on. There were ten, ep- ten episodes, or no, it fourteen, fourteen episodes. Lloyd Bridges was in it. Mimi Rogers was pretty hot back in the day. Mimi Rogers is beautiful any day. Yeah, she is a pretty woman. Was there one time that? Mimi Rogers was with Tom Cruise. I believe so. Like early, like before he blew up. Yeah, I believe I believe that's correct. See if you if you look down here at, at episode five and six, it features John Waite, and I remember those episodes. Interesting. I don't think I saw any episodes of the show. What was John Waite in? There was a band. Was he Baby Dolls? Or was he was in a band before he became a solo artist? That I don't know. I was never a big into John Waite. Yeah, you like some fucked up music. Everybody here on the listening to our podcast knows who John Waite is. I didn't say I don't know who John Waite is. Just... But they listened and they liked his songs. I know that song, Missing You. It was very popular. Every time I think of you, that's a popular one too. I think he's a, oh, he's he, a one one hit oh, wonder. No, he he became part of Bad English. Um, 
bad English, I think was Ted Nugent, um, the guy from uh, Night Ranger and him, and one other guy. They're a British super group. Brad English? Yeah, Brad, Brad, Brad English was the uh, producer. Bad English. Yeah, Bad English. <coughs> yeah, when I see you smile. I don't think I don't see any of the mentions of the Nuge. Let me see here. Neil Sean, Jonathan Kane. So it was. Uh, I'm thinking of a different band. You're mixing but, uh, bands. Ne- Neil Sean is uh, Journey, and so is Jonathan Kane. I don't know who the other guys were. Yeah, Journey. Oh, so they they formed Bad English with Weight after Journey disbanded. So basically, it's a couple of Journey dudes teamed up with John Wayne. Yeah. What is the band I'm thinking of with Ted Nugent? I don't know. I try not to think about Ted Nugent too much. Cat Scratch Fever? I mean, I know he's a fucking nut now, but at some point I never liked him. him. That's not my kind of music, man. You know that. I don't even know how to spell Nugent. (laughs) I can't find it. Nugget. Nugget. Nugent. Night Ranger, Ted Nugent. There you go. He was in Ted Nugent band. Damn Yankees. That was the band I was thinking of. Oh yeah, I, I, I've never even heard of any Damn Yankees song, and yes, I never you have. Will. I never I'm will. Play, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for this episode. <laughs> Damn Yankees. Oh yeah, he was in the Damn Yankees. Super no, group. The, Another the, super group. Oh, I didn't know it had the. Tommy Shaw was fucking in there too. Had from the basis, Sticks. Had the basis of Night Ranger. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was this was a big band. This was Ted Nugent, Tommy Shaw, Jack Blades. Fuck they were badass. I don't think so. Yes. What was their hit song? Did they have a hit song? They had one song that was a hit. I'm gonna scroll down to their hits. <coughs> oh, they don't have any hits. Hit. Can you take me higher? That's what their hit song was. I never heard it. High enough. I've never heard it. I don't like songs about drugs. Yes. But I never heard this song. The, the pastors and burnouts play it like when they're leaning against the wall. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Yes. Can you take me higher? That's what. That's what. Uh. Martin said when I went out there, he said, can yeah. I take you higher? What the fuck said, are we what? talking about? I thought we were supposed to talk some comics. Oh, man, Ted Nugent is, like, from my area. <laughs> he attended, his high school is my son's, like, there's two high schools in our town. Yeah. So it's, the, it's the other high school in our town. Oh, good thing it didn't go to my son's school, then I would have to... Pull my son from the school. <laughs> and he went, to, he went to the grade school my cousins went to. That's really funny. Yeah, he's a nut job now. but He might have been always been a nut job, but he's he's pretty crazy. He's uh, really into guns, really in 
yeah the crazy side of things that we don't agree oh. with i know what i thought but i'm i'm still able to separate i'm i'm able to really separate the music from yeah, the man no no i'm able to separate art from the people Creator. like i yeah. yeah because i there was a time when i was trying to like oh i can't do this you know like because this person's awful Mm-hmm. And then I realized how many awful people there were. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about that before. It's like you can't go through can't, the yeah. credits of every every media you look at and analyze it for. Yeah, well, I guess, and it's easier in the, in books and comic books because you know there's clearly a writer, and there's clearly an artist. But if you're talking about a movie. Any movie you see, it's guaranteed 100% that there's people who worked on the movie who have different beliefs than you do. <laughs> well, there, there's that writer, like, the Cthulhu guy. He's He was a racist. The guy who oh, wrote uh, that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, famous writers. Lovecraft. I mean, that that were not good people in life, but you could still read their work. Yeah. I don't know. I think in some cases it bothers me. In other cases, I, I'm okay with it. I mean, people I don't, don't like uh, Chuck Dixon, but I'm I'm fine buying his stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it, it's it, in the comic community. It's uh, there's so many of them that that side want opposite of way I'll do. But to me, it's the art form's the art form. It's like. Yeah, the several people that come together from, to it doesn't preclude them from writing a good story. Yeah. And as long as there's not I mean if they're if their writing was purely trying to push that. their message or whatever, then I wouldn't get it. But Well, like the Cerebus guy too. Like he's not Yeah, no, yeah, I wouldn't I know I, I buy his But stuff, you read but... Cerebus, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just not everybody's yeah. good, right? Exactly. But I can still like I still like to bop to the bop to bang to bang diggy diggy. You know, like listen to oh that's fucking Limp Biscuit. I know oh, Limp Biscuit. No, what's that? Kid Rock. I listen to Kid Rock. And oh. That guy is fucking insane. Yeah, you can't, should stop listening to that. I like the music, man. It's part of the art form. It's like rock, rap rock. I like it. Ugh, rap rock is the worst. You need to change the dial. <laughs> Turn the dial. No, I, I can work work really good to that music. Oof. Well, to each their own, as they say. So I'll, I'll listen to some damn Yankees, man. Matter of fact, when I go to work on Monday, I'll, yeah, I'll play some damn Yankees. And in, in your honor. Go ahead. Can you take me? So this is, matter of fact, next time we're in Chicago or, <laughs> or fucking North Carolina together, I'm going to see if we can listen to the radio and I'll dedicate a damn Yankee song to you. <laughs> <laughs> can you take me higher? That seems like a productive use of your time it, it, well it'll, it'll be great use of my time <laughs> see that i'll think like that's a good use of my time but then we have to be listening to the radio station right as they play the dedication yeah we gotta be on serious radio play can you play some some damn yankees 
for my friend Bill Bomer. He doesn't like them, but I'm gonna play it for him anyway. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I hate it. It'd be great. <laughs> he needs to learn about some music that's not death metal. That shit scares me. The shit you listen to. God damn. The black metal. Well, the closest I the closest I can get to well, I mean, to what you like in in terms of that type of music that's just that is disturbed and Rob Zombie like and fucking what is it Danzig like that's the closest that I can get that it's not even in categorized I think is the same thing but it's loud and as extreme as you'll get extreme as I can get that that I like like that's that 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 is close as I can get Mm -hmm. I'll find some stuff for you that you'll love no crank it really loud from our room and Charlotte dedicated a song to me they said, we won't play that. Who the fuck is that? Sirius has some, like, metal stations. Like that? Like, I think what, so. are, what is it called? I have no I don't know. I don't know how serious. But, but whenever, I, whenever I'm in a rental car and I put on Sirius, I always put it on the... Actually, I put it on the uh, 40s music station, but if I, I'm not putting I, it on the 40s Hey, that's station, good stuff, man. The only thing that pisses me off about 40s music is Christmas, because they start Christmas, like, in (laughs) November, and then they take the 40s music away. Like, they they fucking cancel that station, make it Christmas music all the way through January. So, like, November through January, you have to listen to Christmas music if you put 40s on. Like, they don't even... That's a insult. Yeah, it is. It's not okay. fair because you can always listen to fifty. I've been listening to fifties lady lately. What do you um, call me? Lady, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I've been listening to fifties lady. I'm not as much into fifties music. I'm what getting. What are you listening to? Like what kind of stuff? Just hey, you know, play me some fifties and just random shit like it. it if if I if I ask uh, A L E X, you know whatever on Amazon to play it or, or uh, Hey Siri, then they'll play more. They'll play more like fifties music that is popular. But if you listen to like serious. Radio 50s. There's some obscure shit on there, like stuff I've never heard. Yeah, I'm sure there's. Some <coughs> I... Well, like we said about. Well, same you know, with the 60s and 70s, because I, I mean, when I have yeah, there's, st- there's radio, good stuff in every. I have it 40s, 50s, decade. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and then I have lithium, which is like 90s alt, right? And then I have alt nation, which is alt alternative, mm-hmm. new. New Wave or New Wave—I don't remember what that station's called. Ooh, but that's, that's 80s, 80s. Yeah, 80s New Wave, fantastic. Yeah. And those are the stations that I have. Oh, and I have the Highway because I'm a country guy now. But yeah, I, like, I would listen to all those except for the country one. 
Not to, but it, well, I'm I'm with you like on country. There's something that happened when my dad was in the hospital, and it really got me to listen to country. Yeah. Like it, it just yeah, I remember you talking. It about hit that. me, and I just and now I like it. Now me and Barb, like when we're driving, we listen to country like a good 50% of the time in the car. I don't know who you have become. I I don't know Listening either, to Nugent, but... listening to country music, Got shotgun in the back of your fever, truck. Fever, ba Oh, speaking of music. Bop to the bop to bang de bang diggy diggy up dump to the... That is Kid Rock. Um, I was thinking of yeah, I think uh, it, I think it Limp Biscuit right. in the cookie and the nookie. <laughs> I was getting that confused. You're I did it all for the nookie. The nookie. So you could take this cookie and stick it up your ass. Stick it up your ass. I like Limp Biscuit too. Yeah, you should stop listening to all that stuff. Oh, I we saw Three Dog Night. Did I tell you? Not I did tell here. you. They're fucking awesome, man. Three Dog Night? I don't remember if you told me that or not. I think I did last week. They were really good. Was it the original members? Uh, Two of them. Well, one of them was original, and then one of them joined, like, Super after they early, became, yeah. when, they, when they became popular. Okay. And then the other guy was a member in the 80s or 70s and 80s so but they're really good they're old man yeah <laughs> they would be but they rocked out they were really good i, I can't think of any other and we're gonna songs, go see I... cheap trick too we're gonna go I see know, cheap trick so. that's so cool you like cheap trick oh hell yeah man the dream police you got fast times on ridgemont high there baby We're going to go see them. We're going to go see uh, Blue October. You probably don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. Um, it's an alternative band. They're, uh, uh, what would I call them? They're like a alternative cure. They're a real morbid uh, goth alternative goth. band. Yeah. I'll look them up. They have pretty depressing lyrics. Um lyrics. Yeah. Oh. So I was gonna say, I uh, not recently, but about a year ago or so, I discovered that I like a Frank Sinatra album. Oh wow! I like Frank Sinatra. <coughs> this is. You ever heard of his album called Watertown? Uh no, but what's on that one? There's got to be a hit, right? No, there was no hits. It was his. I think it might have been his last album, and it was a flop. Oh, so you you're you're basically <laughs> what what you, this is how you discover Frank Sinatra. You're like, I want to Google what's his worst. Album? We're selling album, <laughs> and I'm gonna make that my favorite. You little. Pretentious what's fucking the most pretentious asshole. Thing I could possibly yeah, what's the... about Frank Sinatra? Yeah, nobody <laughs> likes this shit. Oh, this could become my, my favorite album. <laughs> Motherfucker. No, I can't remember how I discovered it. Oh, it's because 
was listening to uh, <laughs> Four Seasons have a concept album. I can't remember what it's called now. I have the CD. I don't know where the it is. The Four though. Seasons, like the band? Yeah, the Four Seasons band have this, like, who are known for, like, more, like, 60s pop type stuff. Yeah. But they have this weird concept album, which I'm trying to find the name of it. I think this was caused by, like, Sgt. Pepper, when that came out. It caused a lot of bands to decide to do, like, weird albums. Well, that is a weird album. Sgt. Pepper's was... Yeah, for, and the, for, for and me, the, like the Beeble, Beatles, it was like it was like a weird album, but I I grown to like it over time. It was it was hard for me to to adjust to when the Beatles did Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah, man, why can't I find this the name of this one? It's anyway, so, it's so, so obscure. Oh, that, here it is, Genuine Imitation Life Gazette. Ah. <laughs> Which is a fantastic album, but the one of the guys in the Four Seasons um, produced this Frank Sinatra album. So Frank Sinatra, it's a concept album about a guy like <coughs> his wife has left him, and he's singing songs about th- their life and stuff. It's really good. <laughs> it's a fantastic album. Sounds depressing. I can see that when it came out, like Frank said, yeah, it is very depressing. I can see when it came out, like Frank Sinatra fans were probably like, what in the world is this? But it's yeah. truly a fantastic album. I wonder if it was <laughs> reflecting something. In his life at the time? It might have been. Like him loving somebody and she just said, fuck this, you know? Usually uh, usually music comes from what you're, you know. And if it's emotional, it definitely comes from what you know. Like, I think a lot of the Blue October stuff is because of his divorce and stuff. Like, what else are we... Oh, we're going to see Ario Speedwagon. We've seen them before. So I'm happy that... I can You're see a lot of stuff. You got a lot of well. I, I I'm seeing a lot. Through. Well, it's nice. It's nice to see them at Pikes Peak Center because it's like, it's like for a 50 and over crowd. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a sit down auditorium. It's not like yeah, we got a couple you, of those. you have like a standing like you have to stand kind of thing. Right. And we always get like these balcony sit, seats. So like there's if no, people choose no to see, pit. there's nobody. No, yeah, I, there, there's no fucking way I'll do that again. I did that once, and it's like, fuck. <laughs> and my friend Joffy, man, he was a punker. He had a mohawk. See, when I was in it. high school, I, I hung out with all the cliques, man. I hung out with the geeks because I had good good grades. I hung out with well, – one of the geeks was a punk rocker, so he got me into the punk scene, like, hardcore like he's like he's the one that took me to see Sid and Nancy at like the college um he's like you gotta get in the sex pistols you like this movie and then afterwards he took me to like a a a punk bar and and it was awful like he didn't tell me like oh some wear some combat boots or go prepared I was like fucking (laughs) tennis shoes getting beat up and it was fun for about two minutes 
And then I realized I have a bloody nose. I'm fucking bleeding and my feet fucking have been hit so many <laughs> times. I get the fuck thing. out of here. Like crying out of that mosh pit. You need, you need a different. For some, I, I never got injured in a mosh pit. For some uh, reason, you're, I have you're, a, friend you're who... a lot taller though, and at that, yeah, that yeah, at that time probably... in high school, I was 130 pounds. Like, yeah, you're probably elbow height. Oh yeah, I'm I'm five two, so yeah. it was it was awful. Like it was, and it was very violent. Like it was it was a violent punk it, this was like punk punk <clears throat> this was not like let's try to do a mosh pit this was like let's kill each other in this fucking thing <laughs> yeah I, I guess i haven't been in too many i don't remember any that were super violent i mean people sh- shoving each other around yes of course but yeah, no one's like, this one was like sh- trying to hurt each other if you saw who was in it, you would say these people are purposely fucking Yeah, assholes. there's always, you know, assholes who just want to go in and hurt people. My yeah, friend, so uh, like he got me in the punk. broke his leg, broke his leg in a mosh pit. Yeah, I could see that. Because he, he fell down and someone stomped on it. I thought I was going to break a... You broke to- or, or bruise, break the toenails when it comes off because oh, I got stomped too... on too much, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was just wearing, like, nails turned basketball shoes. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. I thought I was going to lose the nails. But... but, yeah, I'll never do that shit again. There's no Well, you can't. Way. You're too old to do it now. You'd probably die. No, I can't. I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be a good, good way to take yourself you out. Yeah, you could do it, but it would take you probably six months to recover from. Uh, I wouldn't do it. No way. I, I I did it when I was in my prime, and I got killed. Well, if we tried to do it now, the kids would be, like, trying to avoid us. Cause Who's like, that old, old fucker? <laughs> Why the old, there's old men in here. They're going to break a hip or something. <laughs> I, think I might survive more, though, because of all my weight. Like... It, they it's couldn't true. like, they couldn't like pick pick me up. Like, it, there were times when I was like not touching the ground because I was so light. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or they just like I, I was like tippy toe. Well, I was. It, it's hard to explain. When you're where when you're in a mosh pit and you're like enclosed, sometimes other bodies are holding you up. Oh yeah, if you're and I'm like not squished. fucking touching the the ground. Yeah. Yeah, if people are pressing up against the stage, I could see you you lifting off the ground. Yeah. But I like knew the jocks because I was in the basketball team, so I was a jock. Mhm. And then I I knew the gangs. I knew a lot of gang members because I worked at McDonald's. <laughs> and those vatos worked there too so i like yeah. knew them so like i i knew a lot of people and i never i i guess that's one of the reasons i was never picked on because i i yeah, had friends in i had circle. i had i had pocs or slash friends from every like niche do you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i was i was grateful for that
because I, it's not fun to be picked on for sure. Nope. That's what, that's what they say. But I avoided it all my life because... And that of... is why you're a well-adjusted human male. <clears throat> well, I learned a lot of different reasons why people do things, I guess. You learned to appreciate that there's good people everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Yep, but I yet I still listen to Ted Nugent, so fuck it. <sighs> no, like Barb would kill me, like if I I can't listen to Kid Rock, like. In her I presence. I, I don't know how you listen to that. I mean, besides <laughs> it being Kid Rock, it's just terrible music. Well, I like it so much. I like that. I, I like, like, Limp Biscuit and... Oh, I don't know how you like that stuff. Oh, I love that stuff. I love it. it. Sounds so terrible to me. So terrible. Well, like, my favorite band is, like, Blink-182. You don't like them either, so... I don't. Yeah. That guy's a fascinating dude. He, like, works for the government for aliens now. I just, what the fuck? Tom DeLonge. I, I would say he should stick to music, but I don't know. Probably don't like his music, so I'm glad he's gone the government route. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think in October they're releasing a new album. Very happy about that. I like Travis. I like, I like all of those guys. They're, they're the shit. And I did get to see him with um, Angels and Airwaves in concert. That was a good concert. I know you like them. Well, it's Tom. Launch. Yeah. I, I follow all their bands. Boxcar Racer, um, Plus 44, every band that they spawned off. Even Travis, when he plays with, uh, God, I can't even think what his name is. Um, he plays he plays drums for some other guy, and uh, it, it's usually the guy's name and then featuring Travis kind of thing but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll like follow them everywhere I like all of the members <coughs> yeah but I'm not hip to like the new stuff I'm not like I don't know a lot of one, one music I know nothing about is pop like my brother will go to concerts with his kids and I like I don't even know who this fucker is but they sell out stadiums yeah you know, so oh, there's, there's always Ed Sheridan, Sheridan, Shireen. I, I can't remember what his name is, but yeah, Sheridan. I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who any of I haven't heard any songs from him. Melanie listens to Top 40. <coughs> sometimes. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know any like contemporary, like because ever since that's I where, got yeah. Apple, ever since I got Apple music, like play on demand kind of what i want i i don't even 
know what the current alternative bands are. Before, I used to listen to, like, Alt Nation, and I would be hip to, like, the current alternative bands. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, like, the I've lost track the last four years. I don't even know. And then country music I listen to all the time, but I don't know who anybody is because it all <laughs> sounds the same to me. And it's all about beer and vodka and Trucks. drinking and tight pants and wet t-shirts and boats and America. Yeah, it's all that cool shit. Yeah, but but like you tell me who sang that song, I'm like I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like I have I have no clue. I mean, I know some of the artists, but I, I wouldn't be, you wouldn't I can't, be able to I, I can't, I can't even song, sing along yeah. with the songs. It's so weird. Other than the chorus, like, I don't know. But, but for some reason, I like it. I only know, I know some of the names, like, there's that, oh, now I can't remember that guy's name. Luke Combs, I know him, and then the guy that was in The Voice, like, he, his voice, like, I could tell anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget what his name is, but yeah, I don't remember his name either. He, uh, I listen to his stuff, and his his voice is distinctive enough to Wait, which me. Which guy? Are you talking about Blake? Blake, yeah, Shelton. Okay, he was um, married to the. Gwen yeah, Stefani. He, he's. Well, he's married to Gwen Stefani now, but he was married to another country singer before that, and I listen to her too. Yeah, he he has a very distinct voice. Yeah, I I can tell his his yeah, you voice. Can't, you can't like I can't so it's like miss Nelson. it. You can't. You yeah, can't I can't miss it. Is. Yeah, <laughs> those ones are easy. I might start listening to some classic country. I've been listening to a lot of like Dolly Parton, and I like her stuff a lot. Yeah, she's really um, good. She's she, plus she's an awesome person. So there's. Uh, there's that you know and i like you go from one extreme of some bad people i i mentioned to the opposite of what i believe in as a person i think dolly parson's amazing like i i what she does and does for the communities and stuff and yeah, what, foundation or whatever yeah she's she's an amazing artist uh not just talent wise but she's a good person seems like it yeah well, let's talk some comics, man. All right, comic books. Let's talk about my favorite, because there was one thing that stood out. Um, oh. Everything kind of, like, uh, was second to this. Like, I, I think I read oh. this shit in the wrong order, and I, I read the best first, so it was like... <laughs> when you when you, re- what, 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 when you read the best first, everything kind of... Yeah, it's it's, it's tough. To it's rest, tough. Yeah. It's unfair to the rest because you're like, oh god, this just really clicked with me. But it was the Junk Rabbit. I liked that that comic yeah. a lot. Jimmy Robinson. Yeah, I thought we this was love. cool. Love. Like it, I, I guess the first issue, like I, I dug, mm-hmm. but I, I, I didn't know like where it was going because you get introduced to this protector of the the junk <laughs> like that you have these dome cities and these that's where the wealthy um live and then a lot of the people that aren't wealthy they live in all the trash because as humans we create a lot of trash and all that trash has to go somewhere and they can't launch it into space they just put it outside these domes and 
Yeah. A lot of these people that are in poverty, they live in the trash. And the junk rabbit is their protector. Um, and this focuses about two sisters. One of them I thought early on in the story was not a female. And then I learned later on that she was a female. Um, yeah, she's what uh... One of them runs kind of like a, a appliance of junk store. Yeah, like a resale. Type. Resale junk. You can make stuff with it. You can parts and things. Parts, yeah, just selling junk. And the other sister is there, and she was dating this this other guy um, who has a, a drunk mother. But she's drunk for a reason. Like she's on drugs, and she she hates what she did. Yeah, she has regrets. And. I, I guess I guess the son read a book he found that was there and he learned about his father and the relationship to the other two girls and that's what the story is because yeah I I thought the story was awesome like I I just really it was, it was one of those stories where I didn't want to put it down I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad I didn't read it on a month-to-month basis. A and monthly, I, I was just, yeah. I mean, I read issue one a long time ago, but I read two through four, two through five, just sitting down and reading it. And I was, I was so engrossed in it, I just wanted to go to the next one, next one, next one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, that's good. Uh, yeah, it was a really good read. <coughs> what did you? Yeah, see? it was. I liked it a lot. No, I liked how it all concluded too. It was I thought it was a, they did a good job. He did a good job of setting up the mystery of who the junk rabbit was and then kind of tying it all back to the main characters. Yeah, it's a very sympathetic kind of emotional thing, you know. Yeah. Once you learn every who who all the players are. Yeah. And the yeah. main villain is who how it ties co- to the kind of books. created the or junk yeah. rabbit. Uh, trying to find an immortality kind of thing yeah. to live forever. <coughs> but uh, it, I, I, I thought the story was really good. And I, I thought all the characters, they all had purpose. Mm-hmm. And I love Jimmy's art. Yeah, I liked it. It was really good. Me too. I just wish he'd have more success. Like I wish more I know pe- people would fix my heart. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that has had probably the most success for him is the most perverted one in the bomb queen. <laughs> yeah, I th- I know you're I know I know that is the case. But he's done so many other great stories. Yeah, man, I wish that power line had succeeded because that was really good. I was really digging where that one was going. I didn't finish. No, I think there was only like two issues or something of that. That was unfortunate. But this complete junk rabbit, (coughs) that was good. Yeah, it came out in a very timely uh, manner for sure. Yeah. And I think now that 
I think now the trade's out. But it's it's a post-apocalyptic world where junk is really a the player in poverty, and the junk. What's that rabbit, area they live in? Is it called the sink? The or... sink, yeah. Something and like that. They, it, it's weird because they can't just go into the dome. Like the sister, one of the sisters was gonna betray everything in order to go live in the dome because she got tired of living in the trash in the right. sink. And she was willing to sell out everything, you know, right. mm-hmm. to to turn over the junk rabbit. And uh, she couldn't, like, she she made a deal, but she couldn't just go into the dome. She had to be in a dome just to breathe. So, like, there was something that they injected in themselves, or I don't know what, but. Yeah, I don't remember it, exactly. Yeah, the, let them yeah, live the in the dome. Can't, yeah, can't breathe in the dome. <coughs> yeah, it was very bizarre. So she played the part of Judas as one of the sisters. Is I'll, I'll betray the junk rabbit. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I like how the people, like, there, there was a scene where the military went in there and, you know, there was, like, these two women and they are like, you got to do this, you got to do this. And they're like, we're not going to do what you said. The junk rabbit will protect us. She had like her own religious following and Mm -hmm. they knew that the junk rabbit would protect them. And sure enough, the junk rabbit kicked ass and uh, they had to, to retreat. And um, interesting enough, the, the first attack there is a female detective, and uh, she's working for the bad guys. But she uncovers the truth of everything and then turns it on the main villain uh, that lives in the dome. And, and she's fearless, too. She she knows this guy has power, and she doesn't give a fuck. She just wants to do what's right. So I, I liked her character as well. And then it, it, it's odd too that once the the guy that has the the mother that's all drugged up he he breaks up with the one sister like they have they were in a relationship and they break up and he he wants to be separated because he learns the relationship that his father had to their mother and it's really a convoluted story. Yeah, what they're working on in the past, yeah. Yeah, and the junk rabbit she's like more techno, I don't, I don't know how to put it. She's like organic with the trash. So like when she loses a limb, the trash will reassemble her limb. Yeah, she truly is a, a junk rabbit. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think there could be a sequel to this. I really do. The way they left the status quo and yeah, they probably left it open where if it's successful, it could continue. Yeah, I I thought I thought Junk Rabbit was a five out of five. That's and, what uh, I gave it. Five out of five. Everything after it, uh, I don't know. It just I don't know if it was the mood. Plus, it could have been the mood or 
the fact that I was getting into Batman, I was reading uh, Chip Sardowski's Batman, and I did not want to put it down. <laughs> like I, I was just, I was doing the same thing I did with Junk Rabbit. I was just like, I want to read, I want to read Batman and get current, and um, I couldn't put that story down. Like I, I got obsessed with it. So it was hard for me to get into the Planet Comics. Um, it, it's weird because the Planet Comics. My favorite story was the werewolf one where <laughs> those two fuckers are in that prison in space and the werewolf Oh the bar- yeah bark at the moon. Yeah, and then the prisoners get loose. And we still don't know the ending to this story cuz it they seem to take a break. But um I really enjoyed Bark at the Moon. I thought I thought Bark at the Moon was uh more hit and then the yeah, one a fun story yeah and i like the art in it oh i gave it a five out of five bark there at the moon go. yeah yeah bark of the moon was was my favorite of the yeah it was very funny the stories the um the other the one that's world building it was cool but it wasn't as good as everything that came before it the lords I of think... the cosmos I, I enjoyed the one that was in issue eleven, which that was about the the eagle animals, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that oh, and the, the flower uh, ugly Pegasus that was or no, uh, not the flower. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is the flower. The flower saves the eagle essentially. Yeah. Because she it's getting chased by the unicorn uh, zombie and the some other. That's right. But the the backstory on the flower I think is in the next issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this one had the meat and potatoes of the Lords of the Cosmos. Did I mm-hmm. f- refresh my memory. Did we ever learn where this came from? Is this a European thing or what it is this it's a, a it's a Kickstarter. <coughs> Lord of Cosmos? Yeah. What was it? Many Kickstarters or what? It yeah, just they seems had like a bunch. A... Yeah. Okay. It's an ongoing Kickstarter. Because it's all over the place. It really is. Yeah, um, there's like little stories from all in continuity stories about the this, this planet and how it got. Actually, there's a lot, there's a lot in the present and then they <coughs> the past to kind of tell you how they got to this point. Yeah, this one, it? that little plant creature, <clears throat> which you learn the origin in the next one, he actually is in the plant or the flower or whatever it is is inside of like mech like a robotic yeah it's a battle it's, a, droid. it's like a flower that's driving this mech body yeah <laughs> and he actually saves thing. the eagle that's getting chased by the the zombie unicorn that's working for lord umex yeah and uh they end up going to this land searching for uh an old hero and he looks like a like a gladiator and that's where they meet Aunt Lore and this woman and allies supposedly. And Aunt Lore we saw his backstory in an earlier issue. The yeah. And this is Aegeus the Indestructible who looks like a uh, a gladiator or a Roman a tro you know, a Roman or Greek soldier. Yeah. 
He was the leader of the lords before they disbanded. Yeah. So I thought this issue had a good... I was with this one. Like, I was following it. I liked it. Mm -hmm. The uh, Captain Iron Hand was was pretty decent because I like my pirates, and this is Space Pirates. And I liked the the scratchy art. It really worked for me. I thought it was really, really neat. Oh, yeah, that was that weird story about, like, he had to, like, sacrifice his men or whatever. There was like a, there was like a haunted ghost that he had to rescue his brother. And That's the way right. he had to rescue the brother is to sell the souls, kind of like give up his yeah, pi- give him pirate. Give ten souls for so, yeah, his brother's life. For yeah. his brother's life. And then there was Earth's Orbit. Um, that was pretty much we're trying to get back to Earth and go back in time and run into some dinosaurs. <laughs> As often happens in science yeah. fiction stories. It they was always a, crash land this, on the dinosaur planet. This was uh, the strongest issue for me uh, of Planet Comics was number 11. Number 12, I, I do like... I did like these... Yeah, we got the start of a new story. The 77. Yes, I liked it. I, th- I, I thought it too. was I thought it was good. I liked how these reptilian warlords were using these the seventy seven as uh, to conquer worlds essentially until they yeah, realized th- they were th- in they, the wrong. They took over Earth and then they're turning people into cyborgs, right? <coughs> yeah, and using them as their war weapon warriors. Weapons, the first attack wave essentially. Yeah, and then they yeah they go fight on other planets. That's actually a good way to do it. Take over a planet, enslave the people, then use them as soldiers for the next planet. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't care if they die. <laughs> yeah. They seem to just be like conquerors, though. They don't give a shit. They just want to conquer. And then this gives us the origin of the plant that's in that robotic body, essentially. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I liked it. I liked it. I thought some of the art was hard to follow. Like I, mm. I couldn't tell what was happening sometimes. This is all the the plant orga- creatures organic the, creatures. Yeah. yeah, plant creatures. And then uh, thirteen was more of the seventy-seven, right? <coughs> yeah. More- yeah, we had another 77. I like the art more in this Division 77. It's like a painted colored style. I liked it. Yeah, this must have been a different artist than the last. I actually it's... liked it in the first issue, too. I liked it, too, because it was, that was, the first issue would look like more like 2001 AD stuff, right? Something we see from Fleetway or 2001. Yeah. This looked like a more of a painted sci-fi look. Yeah, like a digital painted style. Yeah. It is the same artist. That's interesting. That is very strange. Maybe they just changed their style. <laughs> I don't know. 
this one, what did I say about this one? Yeah, oh, this is where some locals are fighting times. back against the aliens. And then there was... Oh, this one is of, that woman, like, out in the forest the, or whatever. The female uh, Division 77. Yeah. I guess she lost her entire squad, and she ends up sacrificing yeah, herself, herself by blowing up and all the other... Yeah, that are after her. Yeah. I didn't care for this uh, Lords of Chaos, which is the bugs of with the shotgun. Oh, the bug with the shotgun? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as good. This was the weakest chapter for me. Yeah. I do like one of the things I do like in Lords of Cosmos that all the names of the creatures and stuff are like so literal. Yeah. Like they're the, the war wasps. <laughs> Cracks me up. The waspulans. I, I, I can't believe how much thought was put into this world building, though. Like, it's... There's a lot. Yeah. And it's, sure. ve- it's very so detached. Like, they'll... It loses... Like, it it jumps around to show you everything. I don't even remember what the current base story is at this point. <laughs> the current base story is Umex is trying to take oh, a, yeah, destroy Umex the world. Back. Yeah, he's back. And and they're trying to. There's some allies that are trying rest, to rally. Restart, restart the lords. Yeah, and I think Umex attacked like all the farmlands, so like they've lost a lot of food sources and yeah. a lot of kingdoms are crumbling, and it's kind of like all these little factions are trying to unite from what I can tell, against him. But we haven't seen him for, like, I don't know, five issues? <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. And I'm wondering if the order of <coughs> putting him in Planet Comics is the same as when it was kickstarted, or if they changed the order up or what. It's interesting. Yeah. I enjoy it, though. I always enjoy reading those stories. And Slash Moron is just like a funny way to look at Flash Gordon, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that was just a, a humorous... I still gave him a 4 out of 5 overall. Um, issue 11 was by far my favorite. Yeah, I like... I think I preferred the first two issues, but I liked them all. I mean, I'm enjoying the 77, and I love the Lords of Cosmos, so I'm always happy when there's Lords of Cosmos. <laughs> I love reading another story. Like, I don't know where, when or where it's going to take or not. Well, I know where it's going to take place. I don't know when it's going to take place in the timeline, but it's always That's the only one that seems to be, like, always happening. You always get a little blurb and... Planet Comics. Yeah. Then we jump to Horror Comics. Horror! Oh, we should say Planet. That was issues 11, 12, and 13. And then we have Horror 18, 19, and 20. Planet Comics. I gotta write this down. Number 11 through 13. Yeah. And then Horror was 18 through 20. Yeah. And it looks like for horror, we're entering a big story arc. Yeah, we had the first, the twenty was the first issue of the new uh, ongoing or six-parter. 
So yeah, it's inter this one's interesting because we have <coughs> a bo another Bondy issue, which we've had several of those. It's kind of like just short stories. Then we have the next or the last volume of Jabberwock, and then the start of Uncanny Valley. Yeah, I don't know what to think of Uncanny Valley. It's like I want to read it all right away because. I gotta it, refresh my memory on what Uncanny Valley was. Uncanny Valley is very strange. You probably don't remember because it's. It's so strange. It's so strange. Um, it seems like it's about this guy that lives in the middle of nowhere. That I I don't really understand. Like something happened in his past. You get some ideas. He he seems to have a chess set that oh that means I something. Yeah. And then and then um he goes off every well, day he's with like a on hunting, an island. A hunting rifle and then he's like yeah, there's zombies. The yeah. <clears throat> I don't understand that though. Like I didn't understand okay, he has these mice, right? And he releases yeah. these mice. And the zombies seem to ignore him. Like Yeah, fuck they go it. After the mice. I want to eat the mi I want to eat the mice for whatever reason. And then he he just kills them like he uses the mice as bait and yeah, then he bait. he just kills these zombies. But yeah. the the two zombies they could have killed him and they just like oh mice I rather go well, over there. It, it could be that in this world the zombies like they just want to eat so mice are an easier source of food than humans because they know humans can fight back. But but then it even gets weirder. So so this guy comes back to his cabin mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere. It seems like there's nobody there, and his friends there, like a doctor that he knows. Yeah, there's a boat there. And he he seems like he knows everything about this kid and what he's doing, and he almost seems like he's a physician of some type. Yeah, um, he, I believe he was a doctor. And he he was there playing chess when he got there. Was that his dad? Is that who the guy is? I I didn't. How did you get that? Well, don't because <coughs> they they're playing a record and he's tell he remembers like when the dude bought him a record. Right? They're playing Talking Heads. <laughs> so that's a real record. They're yeah. playing uh, the Talking Heads. Yeah, and then they have they're remembering the first record that he bought. And the guy in the store was trying to get him to buy a Lou Reed album. Lou Reed. Lou Reed. Yeah, they didn't yeah. want to buy it. And then he fucking's like, what are you, a pussy? Or, you know, like, what? That's, that's like the record store guy you don't want to go buy records from. <laughs> Who judge, you know, judges you for your purchases. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. So like, Yeah, I don't know where it's going, but... I have I no idea. It. I thought... I thought the subtlety of some of the art, like early on in the issue, was really nice. Like when he's walking through and to remind myself with the art. The woods. Like. It's a colored story. It was. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Let me see what the zombies look like. Oh yeah, they look like zombies. Yeah. He shoots them. Yeah, he goes back home. Yeah, because in the in the store it looks like the same guy. So. And the one guy's older, and the kid's younger, so I assume it's his father. But it almost sounds like 
he's potentially having hallucinations. Yeah, the younger guy is. So I don't know if those zombies are real or not. Well, the the doctor guy is going to go out on rounds. So it kind of seemed like it, it is a post-apocalyptic type thing where he's a doctor, so he's going around to check on people to help them out. <coughs> yeah. That's bizarre. So that was 20. Eight, 18 was a bunch of short stories. The first one was really cool. I like that one. Dangerous information. That's the Bondi. Uh, this was a, <laughs> this is yeah. about a uh, android that uh, loses his master and then goes into the workforce on his own, and he's an insider threat. <laughs> Yeah, he steals he, information. He, he goes for he goes from job to job and steals information and then quits or or leaves, gets fired, yeah. and then goes from job to job and he does it to the wrong company because there's another android, a female android that seeks him out and just blows his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> She's onto him. I like that one a lot. That was yeah, my favorite. That was a good one. Stellar zombies. I maybe you can explain to me, but. I didn't quite get it. Um, this is what I wrote. Zombies in space. They end up capturing the zombie queen and make her watch them torture zombies. <laughs> I, I guess that's what I got, but I thought there was more <laughs> meat to this story than you're describing. I, I I thought they were using her to guide zombies. Like they killed they killed all the zombies except for her. Yeah. And then brought her back so they could use her. To control a a zombie army. That's what I I got. Yeah, that, that could be it. And then the the art on the next one is really nice. That's called the dragon. I like the art on it a lot. Yeah, it's very nice. It's, that uh, was by Ricardo Rubagini. What's it called? Like gray tones. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. It must be in like European format because of all that weird white space at the yeah, top, the and, top bottom. and bottom. Yeah, you can always tell the European because of the white space. A lot of Bondi. I think Bondi's Italian. So <coughs> those are all Italian comics. But it probably just depended upon where it was printed first. Yeah. But yeah, the art in this is fantastic. What was the story? Oh, look at my notes. Oh, I remember this one. A space shuttle crashes in medieval times. Uh, essentially, what this story is, is that this story is about um, a guy and a dragon that crash land on a medieval time planet. And it's led by a king that supposedly his father had killed all the dragons, all the dragons. prior. Yeah. So now these people are like, well, shit, there's there's dragons now. Yeah, because he comes in and says he saw a dragon. They're like, what? We vanquished all the dragons. Yeah, and uh, he, there's some guy, the guy that comes with the dragon says, well, shouldn't you make the king whoever vanquishes the dragons and they're all yeah well it's because the, the, the dragon's the current, his buddy 
the current king became the king because he vanquished the dragons. So he's yeah. like, well, shouldn't the next person who vanquishes the dragons become the king? Yeah. Like, yeah. Good, good, good idea. Well, the dragons is his best friend. Yeah, so he goes talking to the, with the dragon. <laughs> That's pretty funny. The wolf I was a little confused with too, because it's about these three teenagers that were out camping, and they—I thought he called his father and said, "Hey, you know, we're out here," and he says, "Be careful. There's there's people dying out there in the." At night, they're attacked at night. But we'll just, we'll go out during the day, and they go out during the day. They kill a wolf, and then all the wolves come back and kill them. Mm-hmm. But I I think there was something else going on with the father, and I didn't understand. Was the father really the father of the wolf, or I I don't know what was happening there. That's what I I had. Is one of the kids' dads a, were, a werewolf? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I was confused by that as well. It was very confusing. And, and the I, one thing I didn't like is there's like the three guy, the three kids or whatever, or the three young men. Yeah. They all look the exact same. I'm like, well. Yeah, the, one was taller than the other, but they all they all had the same <laughs> shirts, <laughs> the same pants, same hair, same hair. It's like, can vary it. You can do some variation. Yeah, they were, I was so confused with the father, and I think I think we're missing the point. Like I I, I don't know yeah, what that so point too. is. So that was a bizarre. I I found a lot of these bonding stories. Sometimes I can follow them, and sometimes they have like a a little twist, and I don't get the twist. Like I yeah, I, I, I agree. And so, yeah, they're yeah they're a mixed bag. Some of them are good. Some of them. Are... I get the twist, but it's not that great. Some of them I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> what did I miss? Yeah. And then 19 was your job. Your My job or walk. Job or walk. So this is Alice continuing her <coughs> trip down the keyhole or whatever. And she ends up, she finds the Mad Hatter. And then they get attacked, and then they, <laughs> I like they find the uh, survivors of the war of the 52 pickup. Yeah. So it's all these. Look like heads. Cards that were. Torsos. Destroyed. <coughs> and then, what happened? I don't even remember. I think she runs into the, the queen that is the off with your heads kind of. I forget what her name is. The queen of hearts. Yeah, the queen. And um, she kills the the rabbit, right? I mean, she kills. It looks like they kill it, but doesn't kill it. It's reincarnated, I think. But what what makes this story special is not necessarily the story, but the visuals. Yeah. So this is written and drawn by David Hutchinson. Yeah, and the art is amazing. Like when they show the Queen of Hearts, she—that's amazing. Yeah, she's I like awesome. that panel a lot. Plus the main character, the way she has like a bunny head, and then she carries those two knives. The mm-hmm. cat is well drawn. The Mad Hatter. It's 
It's like right. Alice wakes back up. Yeah, at the end she's like and killed then the by the alive again. She's cut in half by the <coughs> queen. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she wakes up in bed. I expected it to be longer because we saw like a prelude to this, right? Yeah, I thought and it was going to be. I didn't, I I didn't expect was it was just one. one issue. I thought there would be more. Yeah, because was, was this a second or third? I don't remember. I think it was the second. Yeah, I think so too. But it was a long time between. It was a very long time between. Yeah. I have to find where the last one was. Oh, here we go. It was in issue nine. <coughs> Yeah, Which, that's the ten issues ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I was waiting. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, but I thought I, I thought I was surprised when I got to the end. I'm like the end. I'm like really? I thought this was gonna. Well, I thought it was gonna be like a couple of issues. Yeah, be like three or four. Yeah, three or four issues. Yeah, for sure. But man, that art is great. David Hutchinson does a lot of the covers for a lot of these Antarctic press books. Yeah. He's definitely a talented... We should probably take a couple pictures of this and post it so people could see why we like it. I mean, because our description is probably not... Yeah. It's it's probably not winning anyone over. But (laughs) if you see the art, you'll understand. Yeah, it's black and white, except there's some red... Like blood and stuff. The flamingos. <laughs> we got a little nips on the uh, queen there. She there you it. go. I guess she has a thong on. Yeah, it's, be- it's beautiful. Beautiful pages. And then the last book, I think, if you read it, is Megaton number four. Oh, I forgot about that one. Ah. I have to save that. I I totally forgot. I did read Savage Dragon though. Oh, I didn't. We're gonna, so we're gonna, we're gonna have to save that one. <laughs> so next time we're gonna do Megaton number number four. <laughs> Let me write this. I want to make sure I write to get this written down. Savage Dragon. And then whatever else we come up with. There we go. I'm going to read Incredible Hulk number one. I don't know if you bought it. What is it? I have the Incredible Hulk number one. It's the Philip Kennedy Johnson Incredible Hulk. I probably did, but I don't think I have it yet. You'd have to have it. It's already four issues in. (laughs) Then I probably have it. Let me go. (coughs) I don't remember seeing that one. Maybe you didn't buy it. What's it called? Incredible, Incredible Hulk, Hulk. Or just Hulk? Incredible Hulk. N-L-M-N. Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah, I have it. We can add that one. Okay. I don't remember seeing that one. That's strange. I oh, yeah, Megaton. What are we reading? Megaton 3 or 4? What are we on? Number 4. All right, 4. We could read the first Faust... Yep. That's in that collected edition. I can do that, Faust. And, did, you uh, read, uh, did you read World Tree yet, number one? No, but I can. Yeah, I'll do that one. I want to talk about it. 
Okay. I think that's probably enough unless you want to knock off a, another exciting or jungle or we could do three more issues of horror comics just because we have that story fresh in our head. All right, here, let's do that. Okay, three more issues of horror comics, and that should give us plenty. And then whatever else you read in between, we'll do 20, just throw 20, it my way. 20, All right, sounds good. The only one I have to go to the storage unit for is World Tree. World Tree. <coughs> That's some good art in that. I liked it. Yeah, it should be good. It's a Tynan one. I, I don't think I've ever read anything. I mean, there, there's a couple of ones like Wind that I stopped, but mm-hmm. it just because it wasn't because it was bad. Do you know no, what I mean? No, it's not in your wheelhouse. It's just not my wheelhouse. Fantasy yeah. kids, so I don't... Yeah, you like his uh, horror stuff better. But yeah. I did read Immortal... Red Sonya number one. Oh, I can read that one. Which is the Abnet, Abnet one. That was good. That was almost like a standalone issue. I think I did read this one. I think I read... It's where Red Sonya comes to... She's wearing this, like, chainmail shirt that she can't Yeah, I read that a long time ago, yeah. The talk store. Yeah, it came out a while ago. I just read it because the trade is solicited. And she comes to this, uh, the last, la- they call it the last house or the first house. Yeah, the well, last house. I read house. the whole scene. I read, uh, oh, the whole, three, the whole, the arc. whole series. Yeah. yeah. It's really good because her armor is, it's linked to the, uh, Arthurian, uh, Merlin and, uh, yeah, King, King Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. 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 Cause King Arthur is like possessing the, the chainmail armor and talking to her. And she comes to this last house and, the innkeeper says that she asks for a room, and he says you can have a room, but you, you have to pay. You have to pay me in a story. It has to be a true story. Yeah. So she she tells about how she got the chainmail armor, and then he attacks her. You find out that he's been killing and <coughs> killing anyone who comes there, but she she was on to him, so she mm-hmm. was ready. It's a good series. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. The I swear out of all the dynamite stuff, like the Red Sonya, I don't know if I've read any even bad different arcs written by different people. They they're always good. I guess it's just the character who doesn't like a warrior woman who kicks yeah. ass. <laughs> well, speaking of warriors, I I watched a movie. Warriors. No, <laughs> I watch Northman or the Northman. Oh, did you ever see that? Well, I I I heard it was too pretentious, so I didn't go there. <laughs> really, you heard it was pretentious? I did. Pulling my no, chain. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not pulling your chain. Yeah, I didn't. I, think heard, I heard it was an artsy fartsy barbarian type thing. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> But it's also super violent. Who was the the guy that did it? Didn't he do like the lighthouse or something like that? I, oh, did... is it the lighthouse guy? That I don't, I don't know. know. I'm a, I'll look it up. 
I liked it though. I thought it was really good. But well, I'm I'm pretentious. So tell it a, tell us a little bit about it. So it's basically about a guy who essentially when he was a kid his uh father got killed and he, he spends his whole life building up to the point where he can get revenge for that so he, he dedicates his whole life to one day getting revenge for his father being killed so he it basically follows kind of his his life who Nicole the Skarsgård is in it the guy from True Blood yeah Skarsgård is the main yeah the main guy who's the director Robert Eggers yeah, he did the lighthouse and the witch. That's why I stayed oh, away. That's why I, I hate that's, that's why I stayed away from it, Bill. That's why well, I didn't even well, touch he got, it. He got better. He 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 corrected his past grievances. Cuz I didn't like I I didn't make it. I I started the lighthouse just a little bit, couldn't do it. The witch I watched through, me and Barb hated it. And, I watched uh, both of those movies and I hated them both. Well, I saw the Northman and I saw that he did it, and I was like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm yeah, just not going to do it. I, I, I've given him two chances. I just didn't like it. Well, and... I'm glad I am glad I watched it without knowing. If I knew <laughs> it with him, I wouldn't have watched it because I'm uh, with you. But Nicole Kidman's in there, too. I like her, so maybe I'll – She is in the uh, – the, uh, shit, what's her name? Clayus Bang? No. Where can I – Oh, I'm on the wrong page. I wonder I can't find it. Ethan Hawke. No. Oh, Anna Taylor Joy. <laughs> That's it, Anna Taylor Joy. Oh, now I have to. Anna watch Taylor it. Joy is in. She's a main character in it too, so. She's one of my favorites. Bjork was in it. I don't even <coughs> remember Bjork being in it. Damn. How did I not catch that? William Defoe. Yeah, it's got a great. I mean, it's got a great cast, and it looks ama- It looks amazing. Like some of the battle scenes are fantastic. Yeah. I mean, pre- artsy and pretentious, probably, but they. Well, I only said that. I only said that because that's how I felt about the witch. I really did. I hated the witch. We've talked about The Witch before. Oh, I don't God, think we've I ever hate... talked about The Lighthouse. I watched the whole Lighthouse, and I hated it. I hated it every second of it. <laughs> I don't know how. That, that was back before I gave up on movies. Now I'll, I would have given up on it. Yeah. Oh, God. I still don't know how that movie is held in such high regard. The Witch, too. Yeah, they both are. Because me and Barb went to see The Witch because it was so well critically critically acclaimed. acclaimed yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You guys are trapped. I watched... Um, I watched some decent stuff. I watched Injustice, which is the cartoon based on the comic book. Um, real, really well done. Like, there's been, God, how many comics? There's probably been about like 60 plus issues of Injustice, 
and they managed to cram this in into an hour and 20 minutes and they did a really good job like it doesn't have everything obviously yeah. but uh they did a real good job and i i love i love how they use plastic man like batman and crew they you know were in deep shit because superman the joker fucked with superman essentially that's what the story is and superman uh got tricked visually to think that doomsday was lois and then he flew lois who was pregnant into space and killed her and then the joker blew up metropolis as all that was going on so this set up superman to become like an authoritative superhero Mm -hmm. and try to make laws for everybody the entire world and that's when batman and crews separated from them and tried to stop superman and wonder woman and the rest of them um and a really good adaptation of it in my opinion and then i watched a documentary called superpowers it's about dc comics um does a does a fairly good job mixing in comics with what's happened in Hollywood and starts off at the very beginning and then moves forward. I thought it was a pretty good pretty good job. Uh me and Barb started watching Lioness, which is another Taylor Sheridan show and we're we're addicted to that one just like the other ones we've watched. I watched uh, a a movie called Candyland. Okay, this is about this is about like a prostitution ring that's at a truck stop. It, it features a guy called Levi and three other girls who are prostitutes at th- this truck stop, and then a religious girl comes into their lives and all hell breaks loose. <coughs> but uh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, horror movie and uh i found i watched wild things three which is called wild things diamonds in the rough and if you've seen wild things it's it's sort of the same full formula as the other movie um with twists and turns left and right and uh you don't necessarily know who the bad guys are going to be until the very end and with this one you should watch the credits because it fills in a lot of the holes that they didn't explain before that, but I enjoyed it, and I'm gonna. I, I started this morning watching Wild Three, Wild Things Foursome, which is the fourth one. Um, so I'll have watched all the Wild Things movies after I watch this one. But that's essentially everything that I. Uh, quite an achievement. Read. There was a Kickstarter I read that I thought I would like more than I did. But um, I like the premise of what it was. There's a there's a comic shop I listen to called The Comics Conspiracy. And they did a comic anthology. And it featured mm-hmm. like some people that have done comics before. The, some of the big names like Brian Michael Bendis and mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Johns. And they did some of the writing and stuff. It had various artists. And it's it's an anthology of comic shop stories. I think I got that one. And um, I read it. What's it. Is it called like Meanwhile or something? Like yeah, that? Meanwhile, a comic shop anthology. I think I might have that. So I listened to their podcast. Um, 
I couldn't bond with any of the stories, and I oh, it's, it's so it's so weird. And then there was an odd one. There there was a real odd one that disturbed me. It, it was about <laughs> a female that goes into a comic book shop, and it's yeah. almost like a traumatizing experience every time she goes. Like, yeah. oh my god, you know, like. Is it this bad to be a female and go into a comic shop? Like, it, it was like, oh my god, this is terrible. The Bendis one I couldn't even comprehend. The the Jeff Johns <laughs> one was more of a tribute to the owner. Like he must be friends with the owner. Oh, and the shop. Yeah. It was like stuff like that. But like I I I think <clears throat> I think I could have done some more emotional tone stories that. Yeah. deal with the comic shop i really do because the comic shops in my lifetime have had a lot of like Impact interesting time. well interesting stories to tell for sure yeah um even yes. the people even the people that ran them so um it was well put together i it was well the art was all good i i just ho- i was hoping for more stories that i could relate to i guess yeah um yeah, that's disappointing. I'll have to read it and see see what I think. But yeah, you, I mean, you'd hope that there's stories in there that we could relate to, since we we like comic books <coughs> and comic book stories. Yeah. Did you listen to uh, Challengers had an episode where they're talking to I can't remember her name, but she works for Humanoids. Yeah, I did listen to that one. Yeah. Because in that one, she she talks about going to comic shops. And how she's been treated, which just reminded me of that. Yeah, but she had a lot of good experiences too. Yeah, she was saying, yeah, she's been to bad stores. That this story was only like six pages, but it was like, this is horrible. Like to 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 go through it. It was the way it was told. It maybe I interpreted it totally wrong. I don't know. I'll be interested once you get a chance to to look at it for sure but you'll yeah. know what you'll know which story it is once you get there but it just seemed to me like i wouldn't fucking go i would i would order my comics you know like if that was the case yeah but yeah i uh i read some interesting stuff for sure um I've been reading quite a bit uh, of stuff, and I've read a lot of Batman, and I've entered in a lot of fucking mm-hmm. comics into my database. <coughs> like Kickstarters? Those plus, uh, I'm, I don't know, inven- Mike's, I'm Mike's inventor. Dying. Yeah, I'm inventorying Take the basement. Take a sip of water. <laughs> so, uh, inventorying takes a long time. I thought the basement was inventoried. No, there's still about 18 short boxes that were not read. <clears throat> oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fell in the gap. Yeah, so I'm trying to do, before I got sick, I was doing pretty good. I was taking a, a good handful of comics and inventorying them up every day and then i got sick and i i didn't have any energy to to do it like i yeah. just didn't want to slowed you down yeah yeah 
Well, anything else you watch that you want to mention? Um, I finished uh, Sweet Tooth season one, so I, I'm started on season two. Yeah, I gotta get on that. <coughs> Loving it, fantastic. Did you read the comic? I read it for a while, but then I stopped. <clears throat> ah, I read the entire thing. Because I was getting bored. <clears throat> That's the one thing that I can say vertigo-wise that I read the whole thing. You read the whole thing? I read the whole thing of that and scalped. But they do I have... Remember. Yeah, I remember you read all of scalped back in the day. They They do have like a compendium or whatever with like all the issues of Sweet Tooth so I'm like maybe I should just get that yeah it's interesting to just read uh, like watch have you watched the Sandman yet no not yet that, that's awesome if you watch the Sandman and read the comics like it only goes through like 1 through 10 I think mm-hmm. of the comics but if you if you do them both at the same time it's really cool because you could see like all the changes they made and it, you know why they did what they did and it, it, it's it's a really good experience to do them simultaneously. I I had a good experience with that. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read the Sandman issues in a long time, so probably <clears throat> I would like to reread them. So. Yeah. I'll have to figure out. I don't remember liking them. Like them before or not. And now now I read the issues and i was like man these issues are really good so it just goes to show letting something sit for a while and my state of mind yeah especially when especially something that's critically acclaimed if something's critically acclaimed and it's not working for you then yeah it may be worth going back to at some point and yeah like the lighthouse i'll I'll go back to that someday i'm i'm never going back to that (laughs) no we we should revit when we're retired bill and we're we're sitting on the porch. We should revisit the lighthouse. I would I would watch it with you just so we can <laughs> so we can say the trash it as we're watching it. <laughs> that would be fun. <coughs> or we can watch the witch and say nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. It's this goat. Nothing's happening. It's about a goat. <laughs> I saw you out there, Harley. And I know what you were doing. You were basking in the sun, and then the wax in your ear gets heated up, and then now you shake. You can't get it out. Now you come to me to clean <laughs> out your ear. Oh, that was oh geez. <laughs> she has wax buildup in her right ear. Like, it's bad. Yeah. And um, she's fine all day. And then she goes outside in the sun, and she basks in there. And I think what it does is it hits, heats up the wax. Yeah, it turns into it. a liquid, yeah. and it drives her nuts. Right, because it would drive me nuts too. Yeah. Yeah, because she could feel something moving in her ear. Yeah, she's not walking as much as like we, we the last two days, she turned around. So instead of our walks being like an hour, and fifteen minutes, they're more like a half hour, forty five minutes because. She's like, I can't go as far as I used to. <laughs> she kind of tells so she me knows, when to she turn knows, around. She yeah. knows now. Yeah, that's good. That's good that she's yeah knows enough to turn around. And say that's it. <laughs> yeah, I've had enough. 
Let's go back. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we could wrap this one up, and I still got to get the, the previous one out today. I, uh, yeah. I got late. I got people lazy. a chance to get their, <laughs> buy their previews. I mean, make their final orders, which I still need to do. I need to finalize my order. It's too high. Mine, mine was bad. And then all the omnibus that I told you I was going to buy, I decided not to. Because remember I said I'm going to ask for them as gifts or something? Yeah. Because it got too high. And um, Yeah, I had to, I had I to, have pull, been... my, I had to pull my uh, Spider-Woman Masterworks. That's why I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'll have to get it in the future. Yeah. Put so I didn't, I, I didn't get everything I wanted. There was... There was a couple comics I cut, but most of it was like I had two Omnibuy on there and I think one yeah. trade. I did get the Doll Man thing. That was one thing I, I stuck with. Oh, you and did? I, I cool. stuck with some of those, um, uh, what were they called? Alien books or Fair Square titles that we talked okay. about. Yeah. I, I still want those. And my first uh, one came in and it looks really nice. So, um, and plus they're doing Valiant now, so it's more incentive for me to get them. <laughs> <laughs> One day they will be considered Valiant books. Well, I'm a, a Valiant. It's funny because Harley will actually let me do this Kleenex thing in her ear because she hates whatever it's doing. <laughs> Better than, than suffering. That's funny. I'm not having much luck getting anything out, but it's it's wet in there. Fair Square doesn't have a lot of issues, do they? They're mostly trades. Yeah, they're the expensive ones. That's why. Wow, I did get. It's... I do have the two issues of Sunshine Patriots though, because that was Mr. Chaken. Yeah, I did get that one, um, but. A lot of their stuff looks really good, but it's twelve ninety nine. Usually they're collected editions, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I I gotta do something. I gotta do something because these prices are going up, and I'm getting less. So it's like <laughs> you know, it's like what what should I do in certain cases? I I hey, I'm spending so, more money, well, but the boxes are smaller every month. But but. In some cases, I might be making the wrong decision. Like, I should get mm -hmm. the collected edition because I think I'll like it more than many of these single issues. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm making the right one. It's just easier when you have a total to cut the big items. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I see it, what you're saying. It reduces it cutting... faster. Yeah, well, it's easier to cut one title than to cut five single oh, issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, I'll be missing out on five issues. But if I cut the omnibus, I'm just missing out on that one thing. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to Geek Brunch. Mm -hmm. And you could find us at geekbrunchpodcast.com. And also on Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button. Follow all the episode threads there. Hopefully next time, in two weeks, I'll be better. But, uh... 
I, I at least uh, didn't cough too much. I'll probably start coughing now that I yeah, stop. I mean, yeah, she didn't sound too bad. So that's good. Yeah, I I I had some like cough pills that I had from the previous cold, and I've been taking those. Yeah. Because uh, I never finished them, but okay. uh, ho- hopefully they'll help me. But um, Bill is at DBM00 on Blue Sky and on Twitter, or X, and I'm at Mike Myers Brunch on Blue Sky and Twitter. And uh, emails are Mike at comicbooknoise.com or Bill at comicbooknoise.com. And uh, I should get out the previews edition today. That's one of my goals. All right. And uh, I need to uh, add some collected editions to my database and bag and board a little bit. And I'm going to try to mow the grass, but I don't want to because all that pollen gets in and makes me cough even more. But oh, yeah. it's getting to the point where it's so tall. I don't know what to do. I, maybe I can wait one more week. Maybe. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon, Bill, and take it easy. All right. You too. It's good talking to you. I'm going to go watch The Lighthouse. All, All right. right. Feel better. Bye. Bye. <laughs>